Podcast City Network. Marcus Sander was a normal family man until he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hi everyone out there, I just want to make an announcement that both me and my daughter have new books out there on the market, available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as our website, RetortoFamilyBooks.com. My book is called Mark is the Vampire, it's a brand new fantasy vampire novel, and my daughter's book is called A Little Bit Louder, it's the second book in her Invisible Girl series. Check it out, again, it's either it's available on either RetortoFamilyBooks.com, Amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com Alright guys, we're back on the show and today I got a very special guest MMA fighter uh, Thomas the Predator Schmidt, how you doing today? 
I'm good, buddy. How about you? A little bit snowed in, that's all. <laughs> Where are you at now? I'm actually uh, in, near a ski resort in Pennsylvania. I, I'm selling a house that my parents left me. And <laughs> I came here to sign the papers. And, I mean, I woke up yesterday and today, and we were snowed in completely. Oh, wow. I'm not yeah, used to it. not bad here in Jersey. It's just a little chilly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to being in California. It's not so bad in Florida. Yeah, California's nice, right? All warm and stuff. He's out right now. <laughs> yeah, so give us a little background on yourself. Like, what was your uh, first martial arts? Was it strictly, did you start out with MMA, or did you do karate or boxing? Like, which, how'd you get started? Yeah, I started early, man. I started at age five. My mother was a single mom raising me, and uh, she owned her own beauty shops. And she needed a place to put me for, uh, you know, during the daytime. So I started off in five animal kung fu, kempo, kempo, uh, onward to Muay Thai, to jujitsu, then Noki jujitsu. I mean, you name it. You know, um, that was my early years. Hell, when I played football, I ran track, I wrestled all through high school. I was a actually state champion two years in a row in, in PA, two different weight classes um, in quad A. So that's the big schools. Um, I mean, I got. When I went on my football scholarship, University of South Carolina, I could have went on a wrestling scholarship anywhere. So, I mean, it, it was – at that time, I didn't think wrestling paid as much. Had I thought, you know, forefront, forefront, you know, he foresight's a lot different in hindsight. And, you know, I would have probably maybe gone a different way, you know, because I could have turned it into a career a lot quicker, a lot easier for, for fighting than it was football. I mean, football is a tough sport, bro. You get out there and play for University of South Carolina and get out there with some big boys, 300 pounds, 320 years. 240, you know, you're bench pressing a whole lot and squatting 700, but guess what? Those guys are doing a lot more than you. <laughs> they get big out there. I mean, you know, there's no – really, they say they got all these tests, but they really don't. That's why when I hear people cry about, oh, he took performance-enhancing drugs, but you still slim it down to 210 pounds to fight him or 205 or 190, 170. I mean, really, it's not going to change things. It, it shouldn't change anything for you. Try taking a 320 lineman uh, – on a 320-pound lineman whose fucking bench is 650. Okay, there's a difference when you're 240 and you got to move him out of your way. That's the difference. You know, <laughs> so, you know, I hear so a lot of that crybaby stuff. I, I don't want to hear that. Hey, listen, everybody makes mistakes and everything can happen. So, please, go on the field and try that. It's like moving a sumo wrestler out of your way. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, after, I mean, football kept me kind of tied up, but I still wrestled in uh, college. I got in a lot of trouble for doing that. <laughs> I got caught in two different tournaments in Greco-Roman and Asia. Oh, man, I almost lost my scholarship. Oh, so, really? Yeah, they were real. I mean, you can't – you're not supposed to do any other sports. I mean, even ski, they get mad at you for doing that. So, I, I backed off for a minute and then went on play. When I went into the pros, I did okay. I was just stuck in injured reserve. And it really wasn't panning out for what I thought it was going to be. So, I stuck it out for some arena ball and some other things and a few different teams. Same time, I trained. And when I finally got out of it, I left and went and moved to Houston. Houston, Texas was a great place, man, because I had my own gym in my own house. It was a cage, a ring, at 6,200 square feet. I bought a warehouse and built an apartment upstairs of it. So, wow. I mean, I had – it was laid out. So, guys like uh, Saul Solis came over. Saul became my coach for four straight years every day for almost two and a half, three hours at a time, just me and him, myself and himself, or – maybe whoever we came to bring in there, Joe McDaniels, 
straight Muay Thai guy, psych ops guy from the military from for 22 years. He's done. They're all they're all training in Houston. Rocky Long, who's up in Pittsburgh now, where I was I was up for a couple weeks. Um, I didn't even know he was there. Um, he's doing well. Uh, so I mean, all these people we, we you know Ortiz was trained by Tito or by Saul at the same time. So was Rodriguez. We all kind of came out of the same place down there. Mm-hmm. And my little gym was, since it was my own place, they used to come over and train a lot of the guys there by themselves. You know, on a, if they want to do a one-on-one basis, there was a perfect place because I didn't care. You know, here's the key, have fun. Just don't let them. As long as our times are connected, we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was fun. We had a good time. We had a lot of uh, people that came down on a Saturday and Sunday. We had like 22 guys stay one night, mm-hmm. one weekend. From oh, wow. Oklahoma, Mississippi, all over. Just a, We sparred. Everybody would spar together. You know, you see all different kind of different, you know, um, not for just martial arts for themselves, but different styles of things from boxing on down. You know, so you got a chance to get in there with two, three minutes, four or five minutes with each one of these guys and keep, you know, going around and around. It got to be fun. You know, um, that's just, you know, and that's where it went from there. That's when I started in my fighting career. Did well, did ran all through Texas on the amateur, owned the amateur belt in uh, light heavyweight and took it in Austin. Actually, after my, it was my third fight when I got, and I defended it well. But then when I went into the pros, did well. First two fights, third fight, I took on a cuff. I should have never took it. They told me not to take it. It was in Panama. I fought a Christian Machado, which is Machado Hoya's uh, cousin. This guy is much even more, he's even better than him. And uh, we had a duel in, in Panama. I came out on the wrong, wrong end of it. But I hadn't trained in two months. Thought I was cocky. Thought I could do that. Thought I could just walk in there and not worry about it. And I got my ass handed to me. Teach me a lesson. Lesson well learned. Especially <laughs> through customs with your jaw over here and your face is all wrong. And they're asking, they're asking you, what, who beat you up down there? And I'm like, it's in my bag, dude. I wore on the poster. That so, <laughs> lady was giving me help. But it's a lesson well learned. And then right after that, but it was 2010, October, when I fought that fight, going into the getting ready for another fight. Someone decides deliberately to run me over with a car. And wow. like, it had to be going at least 50 because the way my injuries were, it was unbelievable. So that put me out until last year when I started to train again for the first time. Oh, wow. That's a couple now, of years. Yeah, it, it screwed me up pretty good, though, because it hit my pituitary gland. And we didn't know it until last year. My pituitary was shut off, so we couldn't figure out why I was gaining weight. This All kind of stuff was going cuckoo. Finally, one of these doctors was smart enough to say, we need to test you for all your glands. And he did, and he fixed it, actually. He got it fixed, and then it went backwards about 17 weeks ago, and I couldn't figure out why. It was a, ma- it was a medicine malfunction. I had used a, a medicine that had gone bad, so it was not working, and no one knew it. So now they're trying to do a jump start on it now. I just had the last three days off to see how it works. And, uh, well, you know, whether it works or it doesn't, I'll still be back out there. I mean, I've trained hard enough and fast. I mean, it kind of screwed my mind up a little bit the last three days because it went. I went from having a resting heart rate of 55 to rest, to my resting heart rate being at 63, 465. And it went, it was been shooting all over the place, like 101. My, my heart rate's been shooting every other minute everywhere. So it's how they fix it. They give you uh they're going to have to inject something into the pituitary to jumpstart it. Oh, okay. So it's like a shot they give you. 
Yeah, it's a, you know, your pituitary gland, people don't realize this is crazy. I didn't realize it until I started reading up on it. It controls everything in your body. Your brain controls everything except it's a pituitary. Really? Pituitary controls every gland in your body, and your heart, your liver, your lungs, everything. If, like, I was getting real hot for a little while, like, you, I could be in a room, and I'm sweating sitting there, and it's maybe, maybe not even hot, it's maybe 65. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? He said, because your, your system can, your, your elevation of your inside, um, your body heat can rise from that in like seconds and it can keep it up there. It actually had my blood pressure at 180, over oh, 100. Man. They were going to come to the hospital, almost had a fit. They're like, I already got to put him in the hospital. They checked it two minutes later. It was down to 180 over, uh, one, no, 120 over uh, 86. So it wow. just plays with you. It's crazy as shit, and people don't realize it, but this also can cause you a lot of problems if you don't catch it. Cause you weight gain by just looking at the wall. Cause you, <laughs> your body wow, can't. Wow, that's crazy shit. It doesn't oh, metabolize man. anything. And you know, you kind of get in your head for a minute cause you go run for three miles. You'll feel like you're back at square one. You're like, what the hell? What do you mean 10 minute miles? You know, you feel like you're dead, but you're not. It's your body's just, and you're very, it's weird because I couldn't even elevate my heart rate past 130 when I'm used to getting up to 160, 180 to get into the, you know, the cardio and the, and the uh, lungs of VO2s. Mm. Couldn't even get there. I'm trying. I mean, I'm running at eight miles an hour without being on the machine where you can actually go 10, 12, 15, right? When you're strapped in, couldn't mm. get there. It just wouldn't elevate. So... It happens, and people don't realize it how, how it can really mess with you because it, it takes your hormone levels and completely. I could be sitting there and start crying over a stupid movie. So, but then, oh, wow, you know, yeah. But at the same time, it also you know it can go the opposite direction sometimes, and you're running around chasing your wife all over the place or your girlfriend for the next every hour on the hour. <laughs> Not in a bad way, in a good way. Uh, yeah. So you you're all you're all fixed now, though, right? They fixed you up. He's uh he they're doing the injection uh, I think what is it Monday or Tuesday, but they gave oh, okay. me in the meantime to see how it works. But I also had to call the you know the drug commission to make sure it was okay to take <laughs> because if they want to step in and start you know uh, in any one of these little states anymore, our states are getting crazy with this you know just like the fights we're seeing. I mean New York was a prime example. I would have never stopped that fight with Diaz, but that's just my opinion. I just don't think that's why. That's the other thing. In my career, I've been very lucky to have some of the best guys in the – I mean, there are out there to train with. You know, right now, I'm missing – I'm missing training with Joey Beltran right now because I love Joey to death. Brandon Vera and all those guys, we were all together back in San Diego back after I left uh, Houston. So, I mean, I've run into, like, some of the best. Jocko at Victory all the time with Dean Lister. Dean took me under his wing. Did oh, Really? Yeah, I spent multiple. How's it days. rolling with Dean Lister, man? They Lynn. break your ankles a lot and your knees. Oh, he loves it, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Uh, did he get your Did he get your wrist? No, no, I never rolled with him. I just know he's known for leg locks. Well, he he got used to do a wrist lock on me. And it was, I mean, just out of the blue. But one thing is, he was great. He was at Victory MMA in uh, San Diego. Yeah, Jocko owns that with uh, with uh, Joe Manino. And I used to train under with him all the time because I was there. That's where I met my my uh, my other wife. Um, 
and he's Dean was really cool. Dean's, Dean's from back east, and he knows a lot of the same people we all know. But he's really cool. He takes time with you if you if you if you, if you sit down and talk to him. I mean, I, I spent one on one time with this guy every day. So I mean, you get to learn certain things from different people. You know, Saul was great to learn from. I mean, Joe even that was unbelievable because those guys woke me up every day. Had a running coach. This guy was a marathon runner, Robert. He would wake me up at four o'clock. If I wasn't awake, my ass was being dragged out of bed. Because <laughs> in Houston, if you don't run before five o'clock, at least at that time, the weather gets so bad you can't you can't breathe. Really? It gets really bad down there. Yeah, it gets um the the fog and the uh the what do you call it the humidity gets so bad that you'll you'll actually you won't be able to breathe. But it's a great city. It's a great city for training. It's a great city for people that know what the hell's going on in the MMA world. You got guys down there like Bleacher. I mean, he's down there now. Uh, Saul's down there. I mean, there's some of the better coaches are down there. You got, you know, how many fighters coming out of there? So it's kind of like a little mecca of Texas down there between there and Waco. So you got Blitz in Waco, which is unbelievable. They got a bunch of good people there, too. So it's a migration in right? Texas, California, you know, that Southern California area. If you come down from Los, uh, LA down, you have over 24 different places that some of the best fighters fight at Anthony McGee, um, uh, Liddell. I mean, all those guys go up to, to uh, right down the coast there. Uh, Joey Belfast at Ocean City. Then you have San Diego, you got uh, Brandon Vera and, and what's the name? Dominic, the ones that started. Um, I always mess up the two of them because I know what's his name down there now, too. They start with A's. I always forget the names. But all these places were done with the, all the same people. And Bev Francis or Bev is still down there. All those guys are still down there. The girls are there. You know, we got Pro Gonzalez and all them at 10th Planet. But they all, we all, they all train the same thing. They're all in, like, the same area. Oh, wow. Okay. You can't miss running into somebody. <laughs> at, uh, in Huntington Beach, you got 24 hours between there and the UFC there and the UFC in Long Beach, UFC in Orange. They're all 24 hours a day, seven days a week with places to eat. Now, you when, you training, now when you were training with Dean Lister, was that at the time that he was uh, training Tio Ortiz or, or was that actually so he was, When I was training with Dean, he was training quite a few people on and off here and there. But I lived in the area, so I was able to go over there at 5.30 in the morning and see oh, Dean okay. you know, and roll with him on my own with him. You know, 6.30, they used to have, they used to bust into classes anywhere like 6.30, 6 o'clock and start classes down there. And uh, it was funny because at Victory was one of the first to bring out the uh, cardio uh, mutai is what they called it. And, and in the afternoon, you'd have 40 girls, 40 ladies in there. They'd push the bags in and they'd push them back out and they'd do mutai, like like a cardio mutai down there back yeah. in 2008, 2009. Yeah, so like the head of the game kickboxing back. class, right? Yeah, it just started yeah. into though. It started into like they would actually wear tie pads, and they got really got started getting into them. Well, the girl I dated was down there; she was she was always in there, and it got so full to the point they had to have two, three classes a day now. At that point, huh. so, yeah, they, it does well. I mean, that's a good city for a lot of different things. Um, even like I said, up that coast, unbelievable. Even the Visella. You got uh, Carlsbad and all that stuff. I mean, that's all very big stuff. And you got AKA and that out in San Francisco. Mm. So, I mean, CSA is a good gym out there too. Mm. All these places I've trained at. Mm. I had nothing better to do. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Who's your, now, who was your favorite MMA fighter, like, while you were training? Like, did you Back in the day? Follow? Yeah, like, who would you follow? God, dude, I, back in the day, I looked at the Chuck, of course, Randy, of course, everybody, those two you couldn't miss. Um, yeah. Tito was still young. I mean, I knew him, so it was kind of different. You know, it's kind of different because – and then the real one that really kind of hit me was uh, Belfort. Victor uh, kind of came out of the blue, you know. He was kind of young back then, but he stepped right up in there with him, you yeah, know. Yeah, um, fast hands. And, of course, Coleman. I mean, I did – I spent a lot of time with Coleman and uh, Wes Sims. Matter of fact, I watched the James Tony and Randy Couture fight in that was in 2010 too, I believe, just before I went to fight in Panama, um, in Boston. When he okay. remember Randy fought uh, James Tony for uh, the boxer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when he did the first, they tried to do that first crossover. Yep, and uh, yeah. guys from uh, the guys from Tapot uh, just lost. Charles just uh, just happened to be. When he had his uh, passing away, those yeah. guys were just still in business. And I remember Danny and those guys gave me two boxes of stuff to take with me to, to, to wear for myself. And then at that same time was when uh, Hobby UC USA was just starting to get started. They gave me so much stuff, I didn't know what to do with it. Oh, Good wow. people. Wow. Good people. Now I just got to bring myself in there and, and put the record straight. You know, I took all this time off because they stuffed a, uh, when I got hurt and they got run over, they stuffed a pump inside my side. And I couldn't, every time I tried to get it out, they had trouble getting it out. So finally, they ripped, I had them rip it out and said, just take the damn thing out. I didn't realize the nerves and all that stuff were attached to it. So when they ripped it out, they had to scrape all the stuff off and uh -huh. then plaster back into my side where my ribs are. So uh -huh. it took a little time to heal. It was supposed to be four weeks. It took like 42 weeks. Oh, wow. So I am now, you know, uh, there's nothing to stop me at this point, and there's no pain anywhere. I'm barely taking an Advil if I'm lucky. Okay. You know, so I feel 100% better. Able to kick all these medications that they were trying to give you, throw that shit out the window, you know, no more nothing. Um, so now it's the first time I'll be actually, to be honest with you, clear, completely clear of anything. You know, so now I feel 100% better if they can just get this last thing under control. I'm good. Okay. No. Are you looking to fight, like, uh, towards the end of the year, or? I'm looking to fight way before that. I was supposed right. I had people talking to me about March. I had people talking to me about April. And like I said to you before, I had people talking to me about January. But when it started, this thing started, it kind of kicked everything away. Mm -hmm. We've had, I've had multiple conversations with people. I just I haven't secured anything until I'm positive I can do that for him. I don't want like I don't want what happened with you and not me to blank out and forget or something, you know. Mm. Mess up mess I don't want to, you know, not be able to make it somewhere I'm supposed to. Mm. If I give a commitment, I'm gonna do it one way or the other. Now what weight class would you fight at? Would you try to cut weight down or I'm down now to I, I'll make light heavy easy. I'll oh yeah. I found easy. Yeah, I mean, I'll be a big 205 to most people because they're not used to seeing the size that you can cut down to. I mean, I do a pretty good weight trim. You know, okay. years on that wrestling and whatnot, you learn to do it quick. Um, my last year in high school and when I was going to college, I had to stay at the 184, 185, because in case the they couldn't, they, they had a good heavyweight. I had to go up to heavyweight, so I had to eat something real fast mm. and drink the water and step on the scale. So I'd be above 184, 185, 184.5.
to, to wrestle their guy used to be like 260 because we need the team points in order to get up into the uh, WPILs, WPOs, states and whatnot for team, not just for myself. So I, I actually made made the states in two weight classes, 184, 184 and, um, and heavyweight. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. What do you normally walk away, walk away around, like, before your car accident when you were healthy? About two, 222. Oh, okay. That's yeah, normal that's, around weight. Yeah. But you mostly fought at light heavy, though, right? Mostly fight light heavy. Yeah. If I were to box, I would, I'd maybe look at cruiserweight. Oh, okay. I thought about getting into boxing, too. So, I mean, I've had the, quite a bit of the boxing coaching. So, it's fun. You know, let's see. We've, you know, I talked to Bare Knuckle. I talked to just about everybody. Good people, you know, just we'll see what happens. Mm. Now, somebody reaches out and, and, you know, says, hey, let's see what happens. Then we'll do it, you know. And I don't – I'm not going to – one thing about me, don't quiet. You won't see me talk about a fight. Nothing. I even when I play ball, I I can still show you video of that. But I just pull my hat up over my head and just wait till the day came. When it was over, I might say, "Hey, great, great game." But <laughs> you know, it's better to. I just I don't need to talk about people's family and all that stuff. It's not worth it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's better to get out there and show people what you can do, then let it's them decide if they want to watch you. Do you want to watch me go out there and do what I do, or do you want to not watch? That's up to them to decide. Yeah. If I need antics and I need to, to throw on a whole party like a WWE or something, then I'm, we're defeating the whole purpose of the game. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, Muhammad Ali had a great he, – he used to run his mouth all the time, but look at the guys that, that he fought after, you know, that started to work much that were good too. They were quiet. Some of them very quiet. Just walk in, okay. Dust them off and leave. Roberto Durant was one of them. He wasn't as beautiful as anybody. I found his stadium down there. He said, I met the guy. He's really cool in Panama. Now, are you watching the, the John Jones fight tonight? I will watch it for sure tonight because I got a feeling, I got a gut feeling something crazy is going to happen during those fights. Mm. You think, think that Riaz may, may take it? or? I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah. But then again, I also thought <laughs> I never thought what would happen in the last fight it happened either. You know, I mean, I know Connor's good, but I would have never thought of seeing uh, Donald do that. But yeah, that was that was that was pretty freaky, right? Really freaky yeah. because it didn't look like it. It should to me. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him go through a lot worse than that. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I I would have thought he would be. Yeah, man, who knows? I mean, I'm not saying anything. Because I, I, one thing I learned a long time ago, we, we're not standing there in that ring. We don't yep. know what happened. Yep. And I always I back you to say stuff on the outside, right? <laughs> you guys can. You know what? Y'all can say whatever you want. But imagine if you got to stand there and talk with these people and you want to talk. You don't want to talk shit on them. Nah, I mean, the nah. other day. I, I, it's I'll a lot different when you're in the ring, man. Right? And me, I'm sitting here to talk about you. it as a, as a spectator. Yeah, when you're inside the ring, you're on each other. Hey, you gotta kick your no, that's a different story. <laughs> you know, it's like on the field. Yeah, I'm, I'm wait till you step out there. You know, yeah, but yeah. it's between you and him. That's not, the world's not listening to you unless yeah, they got you exactly. mic'd up. Then they get your ass. But yeah, man. I was thinking about that. I mean, the other day I was thinking I was at American Top Team because I've been helping them do uh, their whole south southern part of Florida throughout there, like West Palm Beach, their their other places, St. Pete. 
uh, Tampa and then down into Cocoa Creek. I've been helping with their striking coach, uh, been one of their striking coaches. And I was standing there watching Amanda Nunez. She was about to like chase after, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Portier, but Cromer the other day. Because, not Cromer, um, oh, I, don't, I can't think of his name. He's always running his mouth. But I'm oh. thinking, my God, man, you got too much dissension going on in one place. Mm. You know, because people should, you know, this this is too much. <laughs> you know? Exactly. What's he going to do, fight 50 Cent next? Is that it? <laughs> but you better hope he doesn't get dusted. Exactly. I met 50 Cent one time. 50 Cent is a little taller than you think he is. I'm 6'2". Yeah. The man was a little higher than me. Uh-huh. And his little, his little daughters, he's got yeah. two daughters. They both play football. Oh, I didn't know that. Football helmets and their football pads in uh, Brea, California. When I turned around in the, and I was in the, the grocery store, I said, "I'm looking at him. I'm thinking, man, that does look like the guy that sings." And I look at the kids, and he goes, "I turn back around." He goes, "No, hey, you're right." And I, it was, you know, kind of like, "Hey, you know, don't say anything because you don't want the world to know you're standing there." Yeah, it's kind of funny. In California, you turn around, next thing you know, you'd be standing. Tom, what's his name? Tom Selleck was standing there one day. And my uh, my ex-wife, she was in love with him when she was a kid. <laughs> so yeah, she was all yeah. starstruck. Yeah. Now, do you have any uh, sponsors that you like to mention? Oh, dude. I mean, of course, uh, RDX has always been there for me. They've been there. They never did leave. Matter of fact, when I was hurt, they used to keep me on the, in the loop and give me stuff. So they also gave me a lot of stuff for my gym when I started. Uh, so, yeah, RDX, I mean, having UCA USA just contacted me. They're giving me a bunch of stuff. Um, guards, you know, it's called uh, the mouthpiece. I'm trying to think of the name. I mean, I'm I'm helping quite a few people by putting them on. I just don't talk about frog fuel, for one. Those guys with the uh, liquid proteins that actually are hydrocylized, which mm-hmm. means pre-digested. These proteins, yeah. this protein goes into your system like this. You, I mean, it's in your system in five minutes. You drink it. It never goes in your stomach. It's it's really good because it actually helps you to heal. Okay. Um, and you don't lose it. Like when you take the whey protein and whatnot, you lose fifty to seventy percent of that. You lose zero percent of this. Zero. Okay. And the guys that made this stuff were actually Navy SEALs that used to used to train with Jocko. Okay. They're two of his uh, guys from his team that were doctors. Oh, okay. Definitely, yeah. They own it. It's out of Dallas now. They they in uh. These guys are really cool people, man. And they got, it's called Frog Fuel, and then they have another one that's actually, they sell to the hospitals for bariatric. So bariatric patients use this stuff in AIDS patients because that way they can't lose weight. Mm. Now, if there's people, and if if other people wanted to get in touch with you to get you on a fight card or something. uh, Anyone out there can hit me through anywhere from the guy, the people that that mostly take care of uh, social media. They hit me up all the time, and I see it all come across. So I mean, it's, it's on Facebook, it's on, it's under my name, it's on link and LinkedIn. It's on. I mean, I got tons of people on there that I've known for years and from business. Okay. Uh, you name it. Plus, I mean, my number's out there. My phone number's easy. I put it out there on my page anyway. It's two one three four seven seven four zero zero two is the main number to call. Okay. And do you have like a website to promote your promote website? Yourself? Goes up on Monday morning. They oh, okay. It, they had it up. They took it down. They had it up. Took it down. And now they they were putting it back up because they wanted to get everything straight. I have no idea what they were reading one day, but I think they were reading somebody else's stuff. Because I I'm lucky I caught it. They're like 
told me I played in the uh, overseas NFL. I said, no, guys, I didn't play in Europe. <laughs> like, what the hell did you read about? I said, who the hell were you reading the bio on? Yeah. You got to send me, send me the link to the website so I can put it up. I will. I'll send you, you know, all that. <laughs> send it all to you, buddy. Yeah, man. All right, man. It was great having you on the show. Uh, again, this is Tom. Thomas Predator Schmidt. Be on the lookout for him. He's on his way to recovery, and he'll be back in the ring, hopefully, in the next couple of months. All right, guys. We'll be back after this short break. Thanks, buddy. God bless. All right, guys, I just want to let you guys know to make sure you check out the Mark the Shark MMA show live that's aired on Twitch every Saturday. All you have twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA show. And again, it's Mark with a C and not a K. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Ritorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RitortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Ritorto. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Hey, fans. Here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets. PodcastCity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at PodcastCityNet. Only on Podcast City Network. And it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast. And you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built. Used by all jiu-jitsu and MMA athletes to prevent skin infections. Save 15% with the code MARKTHESHARKMMASHOW. 
This episode is also brought to you by Audible. You'll get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. All right, guys. You can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And of course on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Retorto. R-I-T-O-R-T-O. Keep up to date and follow us. All right, guys. This is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com Alright guys I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week Thank you <laughs>